Welcome to NFL MAO. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Aiden, I, I how was your Thanksgiving? I got. I want you to go first. Yeah, you obviously had a much more exciting Thanksgiving, so I will just talk you through the dregs of my. No, I'm just kidding. I mostly worked on my my assignments for school. I had a lot to work on. I saw family on Thanksgiving Day. Had dinner. Um, it was great to see some of my family, and then we came back that night. I got like 45 minutes home and realized I I left my wallet. And I had to turn around and go back. And I had timed up my departure to get home in time to watch the Vikings Patriots game because I knew you were going to be there. And I so I was double mad or triple mad if you consider that the weather was like really cold and rainy and it was very shitty out. So I hit 45 minutes. I I pat the sweatpants. My Adidas sweatpants are very comfortable. Well fitting. Only one issue. <laughs> that's, these new that's sweatpants the have very <laughs> shallow pockets. So my, my my fucking fat wallet just flopped right out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I left it at my uncle's. I had to turn around and go get it. By the time I got back, it was at like the eight minute mark in the first quarter and I missed Jefferson's touchdown. Um but I would say I had a restful thanks or Thanksgiving break. And it was the first Thanksgiving break in a few years where I didn't get so stressed I got sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because a lot of oh, people get sick over go. Thanksgiving who are in school because the weather changes. There's finals coming up. Stress oh, mixed yeah, with the weather change. Everyone gets sick. So I had a good break. Uh, you talk to me about yours. Yeah, I mean, I hear you on the on the, the school thing. That shit is tough. I'm, I'm like on the work front. I'm in like marketing and stuff like that, like for like the online store and everything. So... Black Friday was also like hectic weirdly which normally it's like I feel like in a lot of office jobs it's just like a, a lull I could be wrong. Um so that was fun. I I had a lot of fun dude. Uh and like you missed Jefferson's touchdown but like I was in the building and missed stuff too just cuz it's hard not to. Big plays. You know what I mean? And like uh I was all over the place drinking beers, walking around, trying to get as much of the experience in like just in me as possible. I can't wait incredible. for you to regale um, that experience. Yeah, but I mean, and yeah, and I'll keep it quick before we get to the actual uh, recap. But I had a lot of fun with my family. I saw my mom. I saw my sister. Me and my wife went out there. Uh, we had a ball. Sam's girlfriend was there. Sam's uh, kids were there. Um, so it was nice. It was it was definitely a different vibe. Uh, I had never been there, and so that was cool. I went to a Minnesota Wild game <clears throat> the night before, which I know uh, – you don't give a fuck about hockey. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm like the most avid follower, but I do like it a lot. I, I would love going to games. Go like to a Taylor's. hockey game in a heartbeat, by the way. Yeah, it's a lot and of I've fun. I've gone like, to Riverman I mean, games. First... I didn't get to go to um, a Las Vegas. Uh, Gold, it's Golden Knights, right? Golden Knights, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go to the Golden Knights games because they had just made it to the Stanley Cup Finals their first year. They're so, brand new when so, you got yeah, there, yeah, so the fucking tickets were through the roof. I didn't even get there till the end of the season. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I just, uh, I really like going, and me and Taylor, me and Taylor's first dates were hockey games, we went to a lot of Blackhawks games when we were in Chicago, and everything else, so we went and checked that out, had a Vikings game the next night, had a nice holiday, um, totally, totally caught something, it wasn't COVID, because I tested negative, but, like, totally barfed one of the days, and, like, Ugh. right before I had to fly home on, like, Saturday, no. um, but now I'm just chilling, you know, you I'm, barfed I'm, re- on I'm the ready plane? to chat with you, I feel... Oh, not on the plane, but before at like five a.m., I was just like, "Huh." You barfed like, on like the a plane, dude. No, I'll, but you want to know what? Dude, the captain had to turn home. it around when it was taxing to the runway, dude. 
they od- they odelled me off the plane for yakking so much after <laughs> the after the after the Vikings win. Uh, dude, right after me and Taylor got married, um, like no vaccine, like yet pre like it was it was August twenty twenty. Yeah, August eighth, twenty twenty. And we had just we we were flying home to LA, and this person like right next to us or right behind us, you know what I mean, was just like profusely vomiting into a barf bag for like. <gasps> I mean, just like in intervals, just yakking for like the entire flight. And you're just sitting there masked up, <laughs> oh, like not no, even in your KN95 because the era, just in a cloth mask. Dude, I, someone's grandma short a wedding. It was a very small made affair, that cloth mask. Dude, here's the thing. The body, the human body is trained to be repulsed by the sound and sight and smell of vomiting because it is, it is a mm-hmm. sign of like danger and sickness. Um, and dude, to have to sit through a flight listening to that soft slosh splash, just like wretch noise. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And just like, and and also like, I, I know that barfing. Welcome isn't like a to NFL man. <laughs> COVID symptom. We're just talking anything, about barfing. I was sitting there being like, holy shit! All right, yeah, we should get into it. No, uh, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. You had a good holiday. There's there was puke and fun and booze and love and joy and thanks was given. So, um, do you want to walk us through recap? Yes. All right. We're going to start with the three-headed monster on Thanksgiving Day with the Bills versus the Lions. Bills do come out on top 28-25. It came down to the wire. The, dude, the Denver – or sorry, the Detroit Lions are putting up a good fight in every single game they're in. And Amon Ross St. Brown is a bona fide top receiver in the league this year. Like, that guy is legitimately a weapon. And I would say he's probably – their number one receiver, even when Jamison Williams fully comes back, which he's starting to make his way back from IR. Um, we know what kind of deep threat he was in college football. That said, I didn't get to see this game as much as I would have liked, and I can't comment on it too much because I was with family. They were fucking changing it to comedy movies like Step Brothers, which I can't totally hate. But like, I went outside for a little bit. When I came back, Step Brothers was on, and it wasn't Giants Cowboys. And I was just like, okay, I'm heading out. I'm gonna leave. Soon. Step Brothers is every day. Like the, the, these games will never be live again. Blades like, of Glory. I mean, look, like, or is that what were, it's called with Will were, Ferrell? Is it Blazing? Yeah. yeah. The, if this were 2007, oh my god, I would consider. I would consider it. If someone got a Thanksgiving but, Day gift DVD, I would say sure. Let's watch mm, a little DVD yeah, action on pop, the holiday. Pop it in. Absolutely. I, you know, but also maybe. After the game, I, I've never experienced a, a Thanksgiving where football wasn't. They were. Integral. It was. Um, it was essentially just football was turned on for my sake, which I totally appreciate. But whatever. But Fuck that. you know, yeah, I'm you a should. big football fan. Um, Put it on. All right. So, oh, just Aiden, the Aiden, and the rest of the entire beating heart of the American nation. Yeah, like you're, the, you're not the segue. minority here. You know, you, I'm you pretty I'm sure, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that the Giants Cowboys game, the second in the three P. Uh, drew like some kind of viewership record. I think I read that this week. And the Cowboys win this game 28-20. I didn't get to catch like any of this game. Well, just just real quick, you should you should uh, specifically say that the Lions kind of did have the bills to the ropes. And yeah, I didn't get to what, see it. They, they were going to win that game. Stefan Diggs bailed Josh Allen out. On, oh, my like, God, you're right. Like, I saw them hugging like, and shit Stephon afterwards. Stefan Diggs like bailed josh allen out and also stefan Diggs. that was like his only like one or if not of like one of only a couple of catches that were actually mattered like the whole game like he was getting 
he was getting locked up too. So the Bills about lost that one. I, I just want to make that abundantly clear. Like I I couldn't I couldn't believe it because I was just watching on my like tracking on my phone. I, we were in a hotel room and there was a lot of things going on and so like. But then I like finally I saw what, like how close it was in the fourth and like going down the wire. I was like, oh fuck, no, we put it on. Like it was crazy. The the, the Lions were this close. Mm. Um, I do like seeing that. So. Mm-hmm. I remember then, at one yeah, point, the everyone in the house Oregon. was like, wait, who are you rooting for? Because I kept cheering. Um, I cheered for D- uh, Detroit, and then I cheered for the Bills. Like, who are you rooting for? I'm like, I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm shooting for good football. What are you talking about? That is kind of weird. Is it? That is kind of And Do you not opinion, do that yes, when maybe you don't have a else's? vested interest in the game? Like, when I watch college games that have nothing to do with Big Ten, I legit am cheering whenever big plays happen. I, what's cheering? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll go, like, if something crazy, yeah, if something crazy, I like a big play. Like, but like, I'm pretty sure my, my I jaw's not on the floor of fucking Stephon Diggs if Zeke plays. Elliott scores a touchdown. I don't know how much I give a fuck. No, like, I distinctly I'm not remember a really good play and being, and like, and like standing up and like flexing, like, you know, as, as one would while watching a football game. <laughs> but then I also cheered when, Den- like, did I keep wanting to say Denver, I'm going to fucking lose it. When Detroit was, like, keeping up with the game, every time I'd be like, let's go Detroit! I mean, like, you know what I mean? And they're like, who are you cheering for? Yeah, yeah, I, I can see it from a fantasy perspective. Um, no, not fantasy, you, you, fandom. No, no, you come off as, like, you come off as, like, Rob Lowe, like, wearing the NFL hat. Like the hat with just the NFL shield. <laughs> like, do you remember when he went to that game and he was just wearing a black yes. hat that had the NFL logo on it? I'm confused. Is uh, this is this an abnormal way to view games you don't have like a vested interest in? Do people not only do that? in only in my opinion? But I you but always I'm sure firmly that... pick a side no matter what, and then you just staunchly just sit there and root for it, even even when the circumstances of the game change in such a way. You don't ever have another team. No, I don't even I don't even think I feel that strong of a pull. Like I don't even know if I root. I I just like I watch. I love watching football games, but like there's like a reason I have no attention outside of the Vikings game when it's on. Cause I don't like care enough. Like I, I love all these games. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm not, no, I wouldn't say I'm cheering. No, I think I, you I don't know. might be the weird one here, friend. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I wish we had I'm a large enough audience that we could pull them right now, but I just, would I like bet you T's know. agreeing, but T can't talk. Cause he's, he's betting on all the games. So here's like, what I'm he's saying. Like, he's, he's sweating bullet bills. Right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that man is at the tracks slapping a newspaper against his hand. <laughs> I know, dude. Earlier before the pod, um, I made a joke in reference to a robber baron, and then we found out that it was in fact real. You're Tex Richmond from the Muppets, dude. You're an evil oil baron. Here's the thing: Do I often have a team I'm either overtly or subconsciously rooting for? Yeah, like pretty much every time I have a team in my head that I'd rather win. Um, but circumstances change in a game, and if something's happening that's really cool, I might switch allegiance halfway and be like, "Fuck, I want that team to win now." Based on this, I, it's not even a—it's not even an allegiance thing. I swear. But sometimes I root to for me, any good plays on both sides. What you to me was you just being like, "Huzzah!" Like anytime either Bill Day or, when or, or Lion. No, I didn't say every time a know. score happened. Let's keep going. You're cutting out, friend. Am I? Every once in a while, I see the mouth move, and I see I hear nothing. This is the, this is the best it's going to get. Giants versus Cowboys. Didn't get to catch too much of this one. I know it drew in a lot of peeping eyes. A lot of people watching this game yeah. on Thanksgiving. I know Zeke almost America's broke team. 100. CeeDee Lamb did break 100. 
what do you know about this game? Because I was essentially driving the whole time. Yeah, I was about to prep to go downtown uh, during this game. So I had it on. I, I observed very nice throwback jerseys by the by the Cowboys. Good for them. And uh, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about it other than what you said, to That's be honest. Because right. I was physically heading to the Vikings game. Not our job to know all of this, okay? That's not I'm our not job. I'm not getting paid. I want you... To tell me everything about Patriots-Vikings, but first I'll say what I recall. Um, I recall seeing you guys say some patented um, verbiage in the group chat that I know for a fact relates to Justin Jefferson, and then inferring that Justin Jefferson had a great play early, which was his score that I missed. Um, I got home as quick as I could. I made it in the first quarter still. I'm going to let you talk through the best of this game. But there was one specific play on a kick return that I got to see it live in full, and so did T. And my man, who is present at the game, missed that play at concessions. I did not miss it. I watched well, it from the top. But you top. didn't see it at – oh, you saw it on the field? Yes. Okay, never mind. I take that back. I thought you meant you but saw it from I am like still... the concession area or something. No, I am bitter as fuck about it. I'll get to that. Like, But I – but yes, it walk me through like it. Walk haunted. me through the game, bud. I've you been were haunted there. by it every day. So you have we went all we all went down there. First hand view. You have all your senses are engaged in Viking football. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So Absolutely. exciting. Thanksgiving day. Um, Thanksgiving evening. The first time we've ever hosted a Thanksgiving game. The, uh, it's a primetime game. Um, I I've never been to US Bank Stadium. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, they do like a really like a lot of fun stuff. They put on a good product too, like outside and everything. They do. It's amazing. And uh, as soon as we got there, we, you know, we were – once they let us in the doors, me and my mom and Taylor, uh, we walked around from this end zone all the way to the other one to see the Vikings warming up, JJ's warming up. I'm seeing Kirk. I'm, I'm, I'm just jamming, dude. Absolutely vibing. Um, fucking when the game's about to start – you're gonna you're gonna laugh. To, well, so they have the skull chant, which is incredible. Olympic gold medalist Suni Lee was there. Do, uh, the skull the chant. I heard them the say the, the closest chant. thing to uh, soccer fans in American football. Yeah, and I and I heard that. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, you're right. That's cool. It's a it's a cool thing. It's uh, you know it's nice to have a thing associated with with like just us, at least in the NFL. Um, so there's that, and it's it's amazing. It's it's such a spectacle. The whole fucking stadium's a spectacle. My mom, I can't. I can't express enough like how wonderful my mom is and how like kind it is to spend this kind of dough on that many tickets. I mean, like you heard everybody, like how many people that came. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. Your mom is incredibly kind and she doesn't give a fuck about that dough. She cares about the experience for, I mean, for real. And I kind of, that, that she's the best. And that's like, you know, the same deal for when we went to SoFi and saw another bang job of a game where the Vikings have to play into the 30-point range against the Chargers here, and, like, those weren't cheap. Um, we had great seats. And so fucking Young Gravy, who I didn't know who was. I was going to ask about that. Did. He just played at yeah, SIU. Like, got it. Good for yeah, him. I mean, he, I guess so he's from Minnesota. To go, and I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'm going. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go watch that guy. He's from Rochester, Minnesota. So I was like, okay, I get it. I mean, gravy and Thanksgiving. He's from Minnesota. Th- these are all dots. If I, I, you know, I work in marketing too. Uh, I get that. Good call guys. Uh, it, so he kind of like intro the game. Um, the guys are in the fucking primetime purple. 
the skull <clears throat> chance rocking and off the bat like yeah jj was firing kirk was firing mac jones is also firing dude that guy like, was lighting um, you guys up i'm telling you Him and Hunter i was henry it, there is a certain i i think a lot of people would say that watching football uh in person may not actually be the ideal experience depending on where your seats are i would i I've, I've had great I've seats for a, a lot of them games so i i couldn't comment on that i've had great seats and i've been and you know in these newer stadiums i feel like maybe there's not a bad seat in the house i really like it but the, what i'm what i'm getting at with that too is there's also inarguably things you just can't tell you just can't see uh unless you're in the stands watching these people and I'm actually going to compliment Mac Jones, which may not shock you because I've always been pretty pro Mac Jones, but he has a really quick twitch on some of these designed like wide receiver screens and these design plays um, getting that, that wait, I was watching you from, you know, the ball out quickly, like oh, I'm so fucking fast. Like, like, I mean, I know it's scripted, but he was balling. Like he was absolutely I watched balling. It on like, the television. Just, I like, got to see that. Yeah. He's the way, working it. the way his hips, the way he can flip his hips and like snap the ball, like, like, uh, like snap to the right and throw the ball out and stuff like that is, is really impressive. Um, not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. And I mean, sure they can, but not as successful, not for three touchdowns and hundreds of yards, um, against the Vikings. So I was really impressed with him, but I was more impressed with, the Vikings always finding a way, dude. Like always finding a way. When uh when halftime kicked off, when halftime kicked off, so in between they had this dude from Florida Georgia line, uh, who I should know, and I'm sorry that I don't. Whatever. I guess they're not together anymore. My sister explained it to me. She explains all the music stuff to me. Um, and I was like, well, I don't really want to do this. I'm gonna go get. Some, I'm gonna go beer it up again. So I'm going to get these beers. Line, not a bad move. Bathroom line to get these beers. Fucking brutal. Absolutely fucking brutal. Takes forever. And halftime is so fast. So I, from the concession line on the TV, watch the Patriots score like off the fucking jump when we get back from, from halftime. And I'm like, that's fast. But I also don't care that I missed that. And so I'm walking two beers in hand, uh, like for the kickoff. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So I cruise on over to the right. And I'm like standing at like the top of like the 100 section, like, you know, like the, the 100 level. Uh, looking down the field and I'm like, Oh, Oh. And like Kenny Wong would fucking just going, I'm like, ah, like the fucking place is like blowing my eardrums out of my fucking head. And I'm just like, the only thing I regret is not being down there with my family for that, for that moment. But is Thanksgiving night beer. What did it feel like? Did it having a party? Like, did it make like your, the hair on your arms stand up and everything? Was it like a surreal experience to experience the roar of the crowd like that in this kind of a season that kind of a play when you're in it dude when you're in it you you just feel like you're part of one big organism it's fucking crazy and this is a sea of purple like there were some patriots fans sprinkled in as there's gonna be when you have six super bowls in the past you know however many years you're a part of that game but oh yeah forever and like part of like I'll tell you what makes my fucking hair on my fucking arm stand up is every time I see JJ. I mean, like, I don't know, dude. Maybe it's just the odds are high that he's going to go for almost 200 yards, but also both times I've seen him career games, like uh, last year against the Chargers, this year against the the Patriots. Kirk has, like, just, like, completely become okay with the idea of, I'm going to throw it up to JJ and just let him do it. Mm-hmm. And 
that is the Vikings of my childhood. That is that is Randall Cunningham and fucking Dante Culpepper throwing it up to throwing it up to Carter and Moss and just seeing what's happening. Like you know what I mean? Like because they're just trusting that crazy ass generational Hall of Fame talent. I don't, JJ's on the way, but the other two are Hall of Famers. Um, just go up and do something, and JJ never fails. Like it, it's crazy. Um, so to to see like there are plays. There is one catch where like. It is an interception. It is an interception if this man doesn't like snap into Gumby mode and move it, like contort himself back to literally pull a ball away. Like it was, it, it's just nuts. Dude. Like I, he's poetry in motion. So, like I, I just am so happy. Like I hope we sign him for like a 30 year contract, knowing good and well he ret- he'll retire in the middle. We just keep paying him what the top receiver in the NFL is getting paid. I don't even care. He is. Like it is surreal how open he is every single play. Play in, play out, but and how he can catch everything, no matter where it is. That is what is what has stuck out this year more than any other time. It doesn't matter where his yes, body is or where the ball a- is. He he finds a way to contort. He has a kinesthetic sense, which is like uncanny in this league. Well, and he'll always. You know who else does? You know, we were like, Pickens, okay, we know he's gonna get open. Like we know he's gonna get open. We know he's like he's a route runner. Like there's other receivers, and so Jefferson's open. No, this year is everybody's locked on Justin Jefferson, and he can be triple covered and go up and do what he did in Buffalo. He can be double triple covered and do what he does against the Patriots. He had a hard game against like the Eagles, and that's like it. Like every other game, he's fucking. It doesn't matter if he's open or not open. He's open. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's amazing, and he's he's just having a lot of fun. Like he's on the sidelines, skull chanting too. Like when we're like. Like in the fourth quarter, we're we're not even, we're down still. Like the energy of this team is so together, and people are gonna count us out every time we shit the bed. And and I understand it. Um, we're still not getting our due, but if we win on if we win if the Vikings beat the Jets on Sunday, and yes, this is a game that came down the wire, but the energy was killer, and we did it again. If the Vikings beat the Jets on Sunday, uh, we clinch playoffs. We're the first NFC playoffs clinch. Like I mean, I'm just like it's fucking barely december i'm it's pretty damn good yeah i'll take it i'll take I it i kept saying um luke is so lucky to be at a game this exciting he is so lucky amazing. that this was the game oh, he man. went to and not a fucking stinker this is such an exciting game lost my voice being like you like that you like that Dude, like fucking we're driving game, all around downtown me and sam are just like screaming out the window at people like <sighs> Oh my god, dude! It was, it was a ball. like a second was consecutive about it. game of Justin Jefferson just blowing up at the very end of the game and just getting every ball, every target. Not second consecutive. Keep in mind, this is four days after getting beat forty to three or whatever by the Cowboys. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't black out. Like we were had to we had to come back from that. Two we had to weeks snap ago. back days later from like the beatdown of a lifetime. So like the highs and lows and highs is, is, is enough to kill a fucking horse. Oh yeah. But yeah. 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 I've been very busy. Ten, with grad ten school, and two Luke. I have not been as attentive to football as I usually am. So you may have to take more of the reins. Good of the thing. We have a football podcast. Well, you know, yeah. things come up. I still, I still catch what I, I can. I think that life, was such an happens. awesome game that you got to see. Very lucky that it was so Thank exciting. You. I had a lot of fun. Buc- Thank you, Mama. Buccaneers, Browns. Browns come out on top at the very end. Uh, overtime. Nick Chubb in overtime wins. Brissett has a convincing win against the uh, the Buccaneers a mere week before Deshaun Watson is reinstated to come back as mm-hmm. the starter of this team. And I think Brissett put 
some solid tape out there to show that he still has some tread in this league. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily going to get a shot in Cleveland. I think based on what they did to get Watson, they're going to go down with the ship whether or not he plays well. You made a great comment the other day. It's been about, what, 700 days since he's taken a meaningful NFL snap? So 600 plus, how are 600 assume, days how can, from Sunday or something like that. How can we assume that he's going to go out there and play good football? We didn't see great football in the preseason from him. What do you have to say? I think, uh, oh man, they did the the Browns did this sweet ass like reverse jet sweep thing, like where, where Brissett was blocking for Anthony Schwartz. Block. Yeah. Oh my! It God. was a perfect block um, too. Brissett to beat his former teammate Tom Brady in overtime, uh, and his last game where he's starting the season. That that's got to be a nice feeling. Um, Not good Bucks for the Buccaneers. The playoffs somehow. I know, <laughs> dude. Some, their division sucks. They're ass. so bad. Um, 17 know, points that's like what they the score playoffs, every week go deep it's tom brady and I mean, he can't put up three tds a week i mean yeah but it's better than russ who can't put up more than eight in the season so far we'll get to, that. Get to um, that here's what's up watson yeah i mean i i think they have to be like assuming he's not going to be that great this season uh and they're hedging their bets that he'll be generational for the next three four seasons to follow i mean the super bowl or bust they're super bowl or bust now and the clock is ticking fucking loud and quick. Ugh. All right. There's an exciting games on this docket. Bengals come out on top against the Titans 20-16. to 16. I recall a very, very sick TD catch from T. Higgins in this game. Um, this was a game that I thought for sure the Titans were going to win. I thought that their defense was going to bully that offense, and that's not how the game played out. Uh, I think the Bengals had a great game. Booty butt naked open, wide open. Yeah, dude. Um, the Bengals are awesome, dude, and I love Burrow. Uh, how can you not? I really thought the Titans were going to win. It was a close. It was a hard-fought little battle. Um, it was, it comes down to a discipline thing, which you don't expect. I don't expect that from the Titans for like to run into the long snapper and give away the game the way they did. Uh, do you remember that at yes. the end? I mean, that's just fucking, that's just wild. That's heartbreaking. Uh, that's, it was that's a not veteran, bit anticlimactic. That's not veteran moves. It's just brutal. Like it, it's you, you lose a meaningful late in the season football game on something that is like a fundamental day one thing yeah it's just a heartbreaking uh, affair so after that win for the Bengals, that puts them at seven and four on the season and i feel like this was a team that really came out of the starting blocks and wasn't playing well they i i don't know what i can't remember exactly what their record was through the halfway point but they're up there and now the titans are also seven and four and the Titans are a team that we the have man, held in high Joe esteem. Joe was for a, struggling a while now. post post appendicitis. Man, they were sewing You're them right. back together at the beginning of the year. I guess I didn't like a, put like enough back, baby. I didn't put enough emphasis on that appendicitis, and you know, I didn't think that would really uh, hinder him as much. Um, it fucks you up. You, you, they have to do. They have to go in like right in your groin for surgery, or right like or right in your hip. Like uh, like it, that don't feel good when you're a quarterback in the NFL. Like I. I uh. All right. And plus, you're like puking and have fevers and shit. Like, I mean, it can be bad. Tua and the Dolphins beat the crap out of the hapless Texans, who are now one nine and one on the season and pretty much a shoe in for the number one pick. Uh, Thirty to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Tua has almost a three hundred yard game. 
Tyreek Hill, not quite 100 yards. And if you've seen the latest standings, I think it's one yard separating Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson between first and second on the season. Indeed it Ooh, is. And I'm saying uh, Jefferson gets a higher target share, in my opinion, or at least a more primary focus in the offense than Tyreek does. Because I think Waddle takes a little bit more of focus than uh, Thielen does at this point. Hawkinson's oh, getting doubt. more targets but, than Thielen. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson got his first Vikings touchdown. Saw that in person. Mm. It was fucking lovely. Um, he gritted, which was cool. Did you see the video um, I sent earlier? No, I hadn't watched it. It was yet. two like middle school kids doing a gritty competition across the schoolyard to a group of girls who then huddled up and discussed who the winner was, and then they shouted the boy's <laughs> name out. <laughs> and it said, imagine a bigger roast what in the, the schoolyard fuck? than doing the gritty competition to, to a committee of girls and having them shout out your homie's name. And it was like, bad, dude. You need to watch it. It was so funny. Dude, one time at uh, Western, me and Tuan, uh, I filled in. Tuan and Lee were doing, like, as kids wasting time, we're, like, one of three slots to host, like, this, like, rap and, like, freestyle competition. But I filled in for Lee, so it was me and Tuan. And for some reason, there was also, like, a nay-nay competition that this puts you in the year. Uh, you know what I mean? So we had to, like, judge who had the best nay-nay. I mean, I had a real cred. I had real street cred in Macomb, Illinois. Um, not so much anywhere else, but hell yeah. That's all. I like that. Who won? I can't remember the people. Me and Twan were drinking, we're drinking fucking Remy Martin off the bottle. Ugh, white Remy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy, man. Those schoolyard days. <laughs> Bears. <were> fucking 22. <laughs> like fucking. The Jets beat the absolute dog piss out of the Bears this week. Justin Fields rightfully gets a rest. I said he should rest, and that's exactly what they did. Then we think we have Trevor Simeon, and next thing we hear that he injures his oblique pregame warmups, and Nathan Peterman. Notable for throwing, I think, five interceptions in one half with the Bills. It maybe was four. It was something ridiculous. Who just got called up from the practice squad was apparently about to be our starter. So we're in disarray. No one knows who's playing quarterback. Uh, Simeon ends up playing. He has a very mediocre game. Uh, Understandable with how fearsome that Jets defensive front is with Quinn and Williams and all their pass rushers. Sauce Gardner outside. Cold, rainy-ass game. Very rainy. Um, I did not expect a win in this one. I thought it was going to be a boring snoozer because, uh, Zach Wilson got benched. I actually went out last week and said, declared definitively, he is going to start against the bears. He's the number two pick in the draft. Boy, was I wrong. They're making a, that is not a good situation there. A real stand. You know why Um, it's not a good situation, Luke, because when you start Mike white, who we know can play very well when things click against the bears Mm -hmm. defense, which is essentially not a defense in the NFL and not an NFL Mm -hmm. capable defense. Currently he ate us up. He ate our lunch. Here's what I'm going to say. I've never seen such a toothless defensive line for the Chicago bears in my entire time watching them. We have dudes running into dudes and just waiting. They are just walking up making contact and just waiting. They remind me of the kid who plays youth football, who's just wanting to not fuck up 
And if the play's not necessarily near them, they just want to do their assignment and not look like anything's going wrong. So they can't get in trouble. None of these fuckers are worried about making a play. They're not capable. They're not good enough yet. This is, we need, we had two of our best players, at least high, highly drafted rookie players, Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon dealing with concussions. They were out. Eddie Jackson goes down with a potential list Frank injury. He's out for the season. Darnell Mooney, high ankle sprain, bad one with ligament damage, out for the season. That Jets turf has been a monster, taking players out left and right. Um, Jack Sanborn had a really cool game again at, at linebacker, undrafted out of Wisconsin. Lake Zurich, local guy. Gotta love seeing that. What else? Um... Chase Claypool had one play against Sauce Gardner that should have been a PI, and then the second play he caught against him, and it was a really cool catch. One issue I'm having with Chase Claypool is every time he catches a pass, he's fading away from it, and he's like waiting for it to come to him. I would I would love to see that dude attack the ball and draw a PI more more definitively because he's gonna make contact. You know what I mean? He's so fucking big. Don't fade away. Because Sauce is like a big fucking long reach dude. He's going to swat that. He's got such range. He's so good as a rookie. I, again, in eating crow, I said I could see that. I really like him, but I could see that guy busting in the NFL because he's like a skinny, like twig-like dude. But no, he's very good and he bullies people on their routes. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it when we do picks, but we'll see how JJ does against him. That's going to be a fun matchup. How do you get some water? All right. I don't have much else to say. We were obviously not competitive in that game and didn't have a shot in that game. I didn't expect it. It sucks to see. Garrett Wilson also, my God, looked so good in that game, was snatching our players' ankles and resulting in, like, injuries. People were, like, on the ground. He was fucking juking them out on his route so hard. He was wide open multiple times. It was embarrassing. Falcons, Commanders. Commanders don't look now. Have seven wins. Since the the Bears have been the great corrector this season. Since the Commanders came out on top against us when Darnell Mooney doesn't make that catch, they have like not lost a game, I'm pretty sure. Their defensive front looks spectacular. Heineke is winning a bunch of games and stacking on a resume where Wentz is not going to be mm-hmm. the guy going forward. Um, the Falcons have hit a bit of a skid. What do you have to say about this one? It's Ron Rivera's hundredth win. Nice. Um, I saw one of only seven active coaches, I think that have a hundred wins. It's a nice club to be a part of. Did you see Brian Robinson's big hat? Yes. People were talking about the that. Giant My hat. friend has a big hat company. He had a hundred yards rushing. Yeah. Let me know if you need, let me know if you need a big hat. It's so funny. That is How funny. silly. It's a good friend, man. I would do it for you. I'd wear a big hat for you. Thank you. Make you some money. I don't have the Brian Robinson reach. They're fucking. I would wear your merch say. anytime, any place, but it has to be your merch. I'm well. One day, um, I will say, and it has to good be for them on the win. They did not beat the Vikings. I just want to clear that up. It was with workers paid a living wage. Um. But did you see the did you see the Sean Taylor memorial they did? Yes. Um I wanted to actually get your take on that because people seemed I guess I would say rightfully outraged 
because I guess it was advertised as a statue and it obviously wasn't. It was like, I don't know, a standee with like his pads on and his cleats and socks. And you could see the obvious gaps in the knee and stuff. So I thought it looked nice, but if it was advertised as a statue, that's an obvious slap in the face. I mean, I just wanted to get your take. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what I'm talking about? And they went first. It's a, it's a wire statue where the, like the pants are Reebok, but the jersey's Nike. Oh, I didn't notice that. Fuck. And like, yeah. And like, which, oh my. <clears throat> but like, and like, you know, of, of course I understand them making it the other Washington uniform. Cause that's what Sean Taylor wore, but to do a memorial for Sean Taylor and it'd be this half-assed where it's a wire mannequin that looks like what, like it looks like, what would be like in the Nike store, like wearing like a dry fit shoulder pads and like a Jersey, like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or like, it looks like how you advertise a new uniform for a team or something like, or how you show off new, new merch. Like when you're like marketing, like it looks like they probably had that from the new commanders uniform. Like, Hey, we got that for, you know, we have that from when we were showing off the find new a, uniform. Find a fucking Let's pair put, of pants, find an old Taylor a, Jersey and throw it on there. Let's get it up. It's like, and it's like I I saw it and I was like, well, why is that Nike? I understand, I guess, because Nike is the official NFL sponsor. Whatever, sure. But then the pants are still Reebok, which would have been what Sean Taylor. I know this is such a weird discrepancy, but like these details do matter. It's just like all of these little things for a team that already has like shit storyline after shit storyline. Like they can't stop looking like shit, even when the team's winning. They're That's a rock bottom say. franchise. They're bad. Ugh. That is like it. We're going to find out. Soon a man a that that, statue. We're going to find out People... that that whole team is a fucking shell company for Snyder or some shit. We're going to find out a lot of People... scummy shit about that organization. People compared like Doug Peterson. That's there's a statue of Doug Peterson and Foles like drawing up the Philly special or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? There's a statue for that. And the Washington commanders did a wire mannequin with a mismatched uniform for a player that was shot by an intruder in his home while defending his family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? A, a, a player that was damn fucking good. Like, you know what I mean? And we can only so rest sadly, in peace to Sean Taylor. A hundred percent. We can sadly only project where his career would have went, but it was very promising and he was such a talented player. And I will never forget how hard he would hit fools. Like he would mm. truck people so hard, dude. A mm. vicious hitter. I love hard hitting safeties. Mm-hmm. You don't have his. And they're like clean. That like it's not like it's. He hit so hard that you'd get flagged today, anyways, just because they're like, oh my god, that's too hard. But they were clean hits. I feel like I feel like the hits would be clean today. A lot of them. There's some where you're gonna show me, and I'll be like, all right. But um, I'm telling I you, think it's not. Like I also the, it's think not like there the players was more from like the 60s and 70s. When they're just clotheslining them. Correct, but I think there was more of a tendency to lead with the crown of the helmet in that era. So I think a lot sure. of his would be sure. a targeting type of hit, no matter what. I don't know. I got. I want to look. Yeah, we it. should look. I'm maybe I'm generalizing, and that's. I remember clean hits, but I'm just gonna go ahead and assume there were some dirty ones in there because everyone was doing it. Well, I you know I clarified that already. Tap in. You were looking off screen doing fuck Broncos, well. Panthers, Panthers beat the piss out of the Broncos, dude. I am so tired today. I think I I think I mentioned that. I've gotten no sleep lately. So we're almost done. No, I'm excited to be here. You're the one calling me out. 
You want to do a podcast? I've never done that in my entire life. Shut up. Don't cut it. Broncos, Panthers. Yeah, I picked the Broncos. Again, that's my biggest downfall. That's why I'm down four minutes. What's wrong You're with not you? cutting that. No, I'm not cutting it. I'm getting this out so I can do my picks Ugh, live because I don't I have love the, you. I'm just my, being, my mic's in the way. I am just being uppity right now. Um, Panthers are playing good football at certain times this year, and I did not expect Sam Darnold to be a catalyst for victory in this, especially feeding it to a very red-hot DJ Moore. Anybody, like, is there anybody in this world? I was thinking this, like, like two days ago. I was like, fuck, man, it must be so sick to be Matt Rule. Like, oh, it must be so sick. A fail son who's, he got who's paid. going to Nebraska after he got fired and paid a whole bunch. Dude, dude. Paid so much money from fucking Carolina and gets it. And then days later, maybe not days, but like, you know, like days, you know, and then he's hired, you know, he's hired as fucking the Nebraska head coach. It's like, what a life. Like, and that's a good, that's a good contract too. And now you're like a, a big 10 head coach. This is fucking awesome. Like I was sitting there thinking, I was like with Jeff Saturday, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not being serious, but I kind of am. I'm like with Jeff Saturday being able to jump in the booth. I realize he's, he's, he played football and everything, but I'm like, dude, what if we just fucking career change right now and just tried to be coaches? What fucking, if we could make so much money. It's filthy how much money they make for like head coaches. Don't even make that many decisions. I feel like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, you either have to know people or you have to work your way up from high school coaching it. And that's, uh, I want to just, I want to be a Nepo coach. I need to get a nepotism higher. Yeah, and dude, just that's the a, dream. Like... We're going to get to, we're going to get to <laughs> no, the bungled um, clock management of the Colts in prime time. Don't, don't you worry about that. Um, I don't want to be a head coach. I, 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 but I would love to be you, like, I would love to be yeah, like the, 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 the assistant, 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 defensive align helper where I just bounce from team to team and just get all the free Nike gear and fucking Luke, fly with everybody. And I'm a hundred percent going to apply to Wonderlick when I graduate, when I graduate, do it. Man. And then I'm going to be do like, it. I want coaches. to be the guy Bring who me does the Wonderlick test at the combine every year. And then I'm going to be fucking sending you guys photos from the combine. I'm going to be like, this player's a certified genius brain insider. Dude, I want to come in like, I'm going to come in pinned in my ear with glasses on that block the blue light <laughs> from my from my from my tablet and computer and be like work in the front office with my takes like oh yeah I transitioned over from this and then, then, then. oh it's all of a sudden I've been working for this organization for 5 6 yeah. years now maybe, you get your shot at play caller because somebody uh left he left for a head you, coaching gig they had to bump you up you care if I you care if I sit in on film sessions I'm I'm, I'm I I exercise the same time the team does you know what I mean? So I'm just in the gym anyways. Uh, why don't you why let not? me take you know a what I mean? look? Let me take a look. Next thing you know, I'm on I'm on the practice field. And I'm like, nah, I work inside. But really, I'm just putting being a birdie in somebody's ear. It's not a Nepo hire as a coach if I work in the organization for a long time. You know, when I picture my fantasy ascension to NFL glory, I kind of take the goodwill hunting approach. Like I'm just going to be in the hallway and I'm going to be like, Got the you I wish. Got, got the Saints next week, coach. And he's like, "You wish you were moneyballing hey, it." Let me talk. But, you know, coach is like, "It's a real late night." He's been watching a film for a while. I just so happen to bump in him in the hallway. I'm like, "Saints next week." He goes, "Yep, yep." Worried about him, and I'm like, "Alave, 
And I'm like, let me walk you through something. And I take him in the office. I go, I just grab the remote. I've already scouted it. I know exactly what that fucking remote does just to play back the film. I'm like, look at this right here. Look at this route stem. I'm like, same one he ran against Michigan, 2019. I'm like, and then next thing you know, he does it in a game. They jump the route, interception to the house, game winner. I get called up next week, defensive specialty coach. Next thing you know, defensive coordinator gets into a little bit of a trouble with the law. He was drinking, doing some mm-hmm. driving. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. they need a play caller stat. I'm like, hey, uh, I know every single play call that we have, plus a few that our coach could have never came up with. And next thing you know, our defense, right. number one in the league, head coaching gig next year. I play it like yeah. Ryan Poles. I get a team, and I fully rebuild them. Yeah, why not you? You know what I mean? Should be. Aiden, that 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 tape, you're clicking stuff on the remote as though you're rewinding stuff, but really it's all cut just to look that way already. The buttons do nothing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the DVD like a, just has, the like, the opening of a Bill Burnham spe- or a Bo Burnham special. You've been, you've been fucking performing it so long, <laughs> just waiting for that moment. Have you seen the new uh, Nathan Fielder show on HBO? No, I hear it. It's exactly it's what that show is. It's like, you, you notice that there's actually this it's in this room. It's like, that was planned. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. Ravens lose to the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has some absolute money dime throws when he absolutely needed it down the stretch. They get within position to tie the game. They go for two instead on a ballsy decision. And this is after Tucker misses a very long, I think like 65 plus yard field goal. And boy, is that a huge win for the Jaguars? The Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, had an incredible Deshaun Jackson play where he burnt those young DBs and he's like 35 years old. What's up? I know Zay Jones had a bunch of plays down the stretch of that game. Did you see um, Marvin Jones I had mean, a shin dragging see... catch that was crazy? Lamar Jackson tweeting with fans after yes. the game? It's not good, man. Um,. People, people build it uh, like I was like, oh my god! Like people were saying on ESPN that like that it was like uh, derog- derogatory, like anti-gay, like like sort of like derogatory language along with the like you know like cuss words or whatever. That's not good um, for a bunch of reasons, including your contract negotiation, friend. <laughs> yeah, and you know Harbaugh said that that's just so outside of his character. That was what was most shocking about it, and I don't think the league's doing anything about it. Uh, in short, he like, like chirped back at a fan and was basically told him to shut up and said that he, they didn't, they, they didn't, I, I don't even remember what it all said, but it implied that they ate dick, right? Yeah. That's the anti-gay part. Um, regardless, yeah, just wrong for so many reasons. Um, what, what? What is strangest about it is if it's so out of his character, which it is, we've never seen Lamar. It doesn't get in a lick of trouble. The 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 biggest controversy maybe was like not getting vaccinated. Um, I mean, I think he was still an MVP that year, or, or maybe it was the year before that. Like, so I um I really like Lamar. I I hope that uh, he learns from it because yeah, that's that's not cool. But the thing that the thing that also sticks out to me is. He must be stressed, man. Like that's to, to, that to right to after you? a game to 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 have to to fire back at a fucking nobody when you're Lamar Jackson. Like 
it looks so bad for so many reasons, like you said, but like, it's like, you know, this is a dude who decided not to sign a deal and he's representing himself like essentially. And, um, they just lost to the fucking Jaguars. Now they're not world beaters necessarily. He's, it looks as though those things are getting to him. Wouldn't you say? I don't think he would be vocalizing that. Um, I think that was a very tough loss for them to lose like that and not have a chance at the end and have them snatch victory. Uh, it's not a good look. I don't think he's going to do it the rest of the season. I I should hope not at least. No. I mean, there's been a lot of like out of character things like Devonte Adams shoving that dude was like something we'd never seen out of Devonte Adams. Like we're seeing like the planets know, are in like, such an alignment currently that everyone is just on edge and just like worn thin. Not, I feel like I'm not going to make excuses for anybody, but obviously there's a lot of pressure on a lot of people in a lot of situations. And the NFL is like any job is no, you know, except for maybe crank till 11. Like, very stressful. I mean, I, we talk, we talk about it being like a game and stuff and it is, but like also, to be able to earn that much money, it also means that people expect this much out of you. And like all I said, it sounds like a tough life, man. Chargers also win with a two-point conversion, beating the Cardinals 25-24. to Herbert with three touchdowns and a great game from him. He rallies them at the end. Um, this is not looking good for uh, Kyler Murray. We have comments from his former teammate, current Viking Patrick Peterson against him right now. People are going to talk about it. Like, look, we've all talked about his sideline demeanor before, but I think people are coming out about his, like, general attitude and perception in the locker room, and it's not looking good. Mm-hmm. And I've also – little rewind, I think we forgot to mention that Russ Wilson got absolutely barked at by his defensive lineman on the sideline, got in his face screaming at him. And that's because our guy can't put up any points in the game. And I really quick – the the like offensive standstill that we're seeing in Denver is like unprecedented for Russell Wilson's career and just for NFL offenses in general when you have that much talent. It's incredible. He is on the hook for like a hundred million in cap hit next year. And he can't buy a touchdown out there. His team his whole team hates him. And I think eight touchdowns. In eight. one season. Heard- it's week thirteen now. I heard that people are like saying that. Like, there's, like, you know, it could just be bullshit tweets, and maybe they don't know what they're talking about, but something I read, and it's something I fucking believe, is that, like, no, like, Hackett hasn't lost the locker room, but Russ has lost some of the locker room. Like, you know, and I I buy it. I do, too. He's the kind of guy that I don't even know if he makes direct eye contact with anybody. I feel like he's just looking through everyone. I read half his teammates didn't come to his birthday party that Sierra threw. Wasn't that like a <laughs> was that like on that draft day movie? Dude, somebody said that in the comments. Okay, um, that is very funny though. <clears throat> Let's bring it back to Kyler uh, Kyler Murray. What do you have to say about the state of the Cardinals? I, I real quick though. I sorry. I will say it's cool that we have this catastrophic descent from the Cardinals all chronicled on hard knocks. And I get to watch that. Oh, weekly. And if time. I'm not mistaken, there's an WB episode right like, now, ooh. but go ahead. Sorry. Are you shitting me? I think there's a new, is it out? It's either Wednesdays oh, or I'm Thursdays. I'm so uninterested. I'm so uninterested, but yeah, I mean like I saw, I wish, um, do you remember the name of the podcast that Patrick Peterson was on? No, I do not. Would you mind finding it? So we at least credit yes. him. 
Um, but Patrick Peterson was talking on this podcast. Patrick Peterson's a Cardinals legend. Like he's an NFL legend, and I'm so the happy he's a Viking. Best corner in the league for a while. But he's there. a Cardinals legend, and so uh, you know he's basically talking about like how Cliff will end up being the scapegoat, um, and that's just the way it is. And um, he and not. It I is think the exact quote was Kyler Murray doesn't care about anybody but Kyler yep, Murray. I got it right here. Um, it is that's coming from a former team. Patrick Peterson's podcast called All Things Covered, great name. And he said Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. He said it emphatically. I watched the footage. Um Patrick Peterson likes to talk, but I don't think he when he when he talks he's saying something. It's not just hot air. Um I love Patrick Peterson, big fan, and um, I don't think he's saying that for no reason. He's so funny, dude. He like stole a thing, a turkey leg from the from the turkey on Thanksgiving night, and like ran it away from like the set, and like fucking like we're, they're in the tunnel going and like held held it up, and Harrison Phillips like bites it and like rips what? off the ton of skin, and like the ch- the fans are like, yeah, I was that. like they go into the locker room. You know what? Yeah, I find it so funny that every single year they give these guys a big turkey leg and expect them to be able to do a, like a interview immediately after taking a bite. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. That is gonna be dry. Feel and spit it out. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. a lot of people don't like the leg meat. I love the leg meat, but it's generally gonna be kind of dry, and you're gonna need to have something to wash it down with. And no gravy, not even gravy to dip it in. How are we operating? Dude, Kirk here? said he's gonna get a grill. I know. Sorry. I, I think, <laughs> I think it's a little entertaining. And it's also a little bit annoying. The whole like, you know, I don't know where the line is between like play he's playful ribbing and like let's deck out this like extremely conservative like white guy and like a bunch of like I don't know. It, it, there's a line that gets blurred. I feel like. I I could I I can hear that, I can hear that. I feel like it's all. In Are good they fun, laughing with that. him or at him? I think they're all truly friends. Like okay. I I think that Kirk has finally, like he looks like he looks like a fourteen year old kid who finally found people that like him. Like you know like you know like we had friends in high school. Like, we weren't the coolest kids ever, and we had friends that were like absolute goofballs like absolute fucking like dweebs kind of like kirk but we all they were also like funny and our friends you know what i mean like kirk's an absolute dweeb but he's also like got the heart of this of his teammates and is also like putting up numbers um and helping the team win so i i think i think it's mostly good fun but i do see what you're saying from like i A guess i had really appropriation from standpoint how it could look you know i mean if it's my heart my thing is is like it's not like it's not like it's a team of like all all crew cut white dudes. Yeah. It's like his teammates putting their gear on him. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's right. Like it's not like it's. And his. we've seen other but, people but I in understand. the league jacking that I, I with Heineke understand. and the commanders. I think that's. So. <clears throat> I think we'll see. I think we'll see us stop doing it since the commanders. Look, jacked if somebody them. wants to put their chains on me after I call a Super Bowl winning defensive scheme, I'm gonna let them put their chains on me. And if they want to have me put a grill in, to there's it. a chance that that gets applied. I, I wouldn't put it past me in, in that scenario. Uh, yeah, not looking good for the Cardinals in general. There's a small handful of quarterbacks in this league who just got paid ridiculous amounts of money that are playing really bad right now. And I don't know how... Don't say small. 
when you talk about Kyler. Oh, well, Aaron Rodgers is a tall quarterback who is not playing very well and is also injured now. So Raiders win spectacular so walk-off play. TD from Josh Jacobs. They win 40-34 to 34 against the Seahawks. This was an entertaining game. Um, I never like to pick. Jacobs is godly. I don't like picking for the Raiders because I think that McDaniels and Carr, whatever is going wrong right now, it is not good. But Josh Jacobs, my God, he had such an incredible Just game. Just a sleeping man. He had like 300 yards. Yeah, dude, he, he really balled out. Rushing. I saw like, I think I, like the percentage of people that started him that won their fantasy matchup because of him was like an insane number. It was like over 70% or something. Yeah, he had a like a 50-point game almost, 48 points or something like that. Um Look, they have an overtime victory. Um, the Seahawks are a good team. That is a good win for the Raiders. I'm not sure where they're stacked currently, if you want to look that up for me, in their division. I'd like to see how that is shaking out and if they still have a shot at the playoffs or not because they probably do because the division Yeah, sucks, you look that dude. up while I intro the next one. That's a great win for them and an incredible way to win it in the overtime walk-off fashion. And I don't think... I can't remember exactly, but I don't think Geno Smith necessarily had a bad game. I think Jacobs had an incredible game. It doesn't game. suck. The Chiefs are at the top of it. I shouldn't say that. What do we got? <laughs> but the Raiders are 4-7. and seven. How many games back are For they? For some reason, I was thinking AFC South. Or um, who's in second? Who's in third? 9-2 and two Chiefs lead the division. Chargers are 6-5. and five. Raiders are 4-7. and seven. Yeah, they're not making, Broncos are 3-8. Yeah, they're, they're not making the playoffs. They're not getting into the playoffs. No. No way. Okay, Rams lose very badly to the Chiefs. The Rams started a rookie quarterback, and they only, man, they have every good player on their team is going down for injury. It is not good. It's like the Black Plague is hitting that team. I don't really, like, Yeah. I don't know if Stafford ever plays again. Their quarterback was, was it Bryce Perkins? Who was it? You know what my mom sent me while you look for it? It was Bryce Perkins. What's up? My mom sent me an article today that reportedly the Rams are like trying to 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 encourage people it was Bryce Perkins. that bought tickets to the Rams uh, Christmas game to charity because they're afraid it's going to be an empty stadium on TV. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't. That's because L.A. don't care. They didn't care that much the when they were Rams. a Super Bowl. Team. L.A. don't care about the Chargers. That's why these teams haven't stuck here. Uh, the, the, they cared about the Rams when Eric fucking Dickerson was here, and that's it. When the fearsome, you know, like when when the fucking fearsome foursome and Merlin Olson and Deacon Jones were here, and people cared about the L.A. Rams. But that's it. Like St. Louis is sitting there with an empty fucking slot where the St. Louis Rams were, who also won a Super Bowl mm. and has a fan base that fucking really dug them. And I think. Uh, They'd be better off going back to St. Louis, to be honest with you. I live or so team, close. The Chargers to St. should Louis. bounce to fucking Mexico City or something like. They just people just don't care. Like you can't fill it. You can't fill a stadium on on Christmas. What kind of fan base is that? That is not like, good. in this big of a city. Like we were just at the Vikings game in Thanksgiving, and I probably caught five different illnesses. I feel terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you caught it in the coolest way possible. You were an organism. You filled said. a sea of purple. You said you were an organism. You had Osmosis Jones. Did you like that? It does. You feel like one, I, dude. It's crazy. I think the Chiefs are the most dangerous team in the NFL this year. At this point. Patty Mahomes, at this baby. point, 
I think the Eagles are really good. The the Bills are really good. And yes, the Vikings are really good. But I would take the Chiefs. Thank you for saying that. I would take the Chiefs over all of them in most matchups. I really do think so. Um, I mean, I can understand Next, we have the 49ers absolutely blanking the Saints. 13-0. Garoppolo gets another win. Three straight second-half shutouts for this San Francisco defense, which is a very fearsome unit. Um... Four and eight is what the Saints are sitting at now with the 49ers seven and four. The 49ers are looking like a for sure playoff team right now, and they have an, a juicy matchup coming up this week. I don't know if you saw. Juicy. What are, yeah, do the Niners they do have a very juicy matchup. Storylines abound. Um I I love them. I I expect I always expect big things out of them. I expect big things out of Jimmy G, and I think this team's gonna make noise. Like I, they have they 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 added Christian McCaffrey to a team that has Kittle and Debo. Like I, there's nothing else to say. All right, then Eagles beat the Packers in primetime, forty to thirty-three. This was a high-scoring game, but don't let it fool you. It was pretty much a beatdown yeah, against the Packers. Yeah. Um, Hertz had a hundred and fifty passing with two touchdowns. But he had 157 rushing, and he was rushing early yeah. and often, and that makes me think, though I don't necessarily think Justin Fields should play this week, I think he should rest more. I know Justin Fields could do damage on the ground if, if Hurts can too. I think he is faster than Hurts, but I think Hurts is a little more sturdy and strong. Um, Man... I think Aaron had some incredible plays in this game early, but he was getting absolutely pummeled by the Eagles defensive front. Uh, and he, he sustained some injuries. He had rib injuries. He's already dealing with a broken thumb. I think Christian Watson is who I was saying he was, which is an absolute bona fide deep threat who ended up getting another touchdown. He's on like a really crazy clip for rookie receivers. And he's now entering rookie of the year offensively, uh, the race for that. But Aaron leaves the game with injury. This is one where he doesn't like Aaron's not a guy that usually leaves any games or has to rest or miss a week, but apparently it was very bad and he left. But at the same time, I guess the x-ray scans didn't show anything bad enough that he's going to have to miss time because he's planning on playing against the bears and playing out the rest of their season. Jordan love comes in at the end of the game and actually looks pretty good. And he hits Watson, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know, man. If I'm in the position where I just paid this guy record-setting contracts and he's doing ayahuasca retreats and then bumming it the whole season, I'm going to have him play if he's cleared to play. So that was the primetime game. Monday night rolls around, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised to watch Jeff Saturday coach against Tomlin, Steelers at Colts in Indianapolis. Um, I'll tell you what, my family from Indy, they were not against... Jeff Saturday being the head coach like they had no bad feelings about it and I think that those takes were kind of buoyed by his recent two game success where he won his first game and then almost won his second against the Eagles if I'm not mistaken so look I often think that if if TJ Watt is playing in a game that the Steelers have a legitimate chance to win and Pickett played a better game than he had recently I thought Pickens had some incredible plays again. And if you want to talk about Gumby-like contortion ability to get a contested catch, dude, look no further than Perkins. 
or George Pickens, sorry. Pickett and George Pickens. Pickens. Tip of the and tongue. Tip Pickens, the, the quarterback. That is going to be difficult going forward. But yes, Pickens yeah. is an incredible classic, talent. Classic team. Up, so dude. mad that the Bears passed on him multiple times. Yes, he's an absolute goony character, but I don't care. He's a really, really good football player. Um, I think he's better than Claypool. I'll say that right now. And I think that's why they're okay getting, getting rid of Claypool. Claypool has not done much to warrant his high second round pick compensation. Let me just say that. Here's the thing. The Colts didn't play a particularly good game. They came on strong in the second half. Then they had a chance at the end of the game to go down and get a chance to tie it. And they burnt like an entire fucking minute after a big play that resulted in a tackle for a loss. And then they went three and out and it was done. They had every opportunity to make plays at the end. They had a whole complement of three timeouts, three timeouts. You don't get to redeem those timeouts. You don't get to cash them in at one point. At one point, Matt Ryan runs up the middle, like when you're like trying to play the clock. I mean, it was bad. Call a timeout. Saturday doesn't call a timeout. It looked like the only way the strategy made sense to me was if you were playing for the game winning or game tying field goal. That's the only way that strategy made sense to me. Exactly. Other than that, like this is you were down seven. Only if you don't want to leave any time on the clock and you're worried you're going to score too soon. That's what I was thinking. Right, like it it was Which bizarre. Didn't make so sense. my whole thing was like, it made me it made me feel kind of smart if I'll pat myself on the back a little bit because I'm like, look, neither of these teams are particularly good uh, this year record wise, but if it comes down to a matter of coaching, if a game is close, I trust Mike Tomlin to out coach Jeff Saturday and correct in that assumption because Jeff Saturday had a pretty big fucking blunder there, which could have cost them the game. Like, I mean, it did cost them the game. They would have had sure to score, they would so have, if they were losing. They would have had to score a touchdown. They would have had to score a touchdown and t- go to OT, but it wasn't impossible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Matt Ryan looked okay in that game and everything else. So, you know, that's a big learning experience, and I don't think that'll uh, make or break him. Um, Saturday, that is. But that's, a, that's, that's the Steelers getting one. You know what I mean? Like just. I mean, both teams are now four, four and seven. The Colts have that additional tie on there. Yeah, they have a tie on there. Jelani Woods, what a fucking freak athlete, dude! That guy's massive and athletic. He's cool to watch at tight end. Are you ready to get to this week's picks? I have a a crisp PS Five waiting for me downstairs. I know you do. I know that you do, sir. I know that you do. They always Luke do. Luke used to drink white Remy and judge, uh, what was it, Nene competitions? <laughs> the Nene competition. Who had the best Nene? <laughs> Let's get into it. Do you have walk your picks at these. the ready? Yeah, I have my notebook at the ready. You have to walk me through Okay, that makes Sorry. sense. Sorry, yeah, no, 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 no. No worries at all. Don't, don't be worried. All right, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. I have Buffalo in this one, though I think this is has the makings of a good football game. You know what, dude? I got I got the Patriots in their red uniforms. I like that. All Where right, where is it at? It is at New England. Yeah. It's a. I mean, it's kind of a dumb pick, but the fact that these Bills did almost lose to the uh, I know it was a short week for them, but they did almost lose to the Lions. Correct. Um, I got I got Mac Jones and the Patriots. Luke is currently up for an aggregate on this year's jersey bet, but not undoable. So I can pick I can a Patriots. Come, 
He can you know he I mean? can swing a pick or two. All right, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Who do you have in this one? Pittsburgh. I also have Pittsburgh in this. Uh, not too impressed with Atlanta the last few weeks. Green Bay at Chicago. Um, I think Aaron's going to start. I wouldn't be surprised if Field starts as well. I personally would give him one more week because we go into a bye week after that and then we have to play a murderer's row of like the Eagles and the Bills and shit. And like, I just would rather give him a little bit more time to feel more ready. So I'm going to pick Green Bay, even though it's at Chicago, and I don't like saying that. I'm also going to pick Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. The Bears' defense is – I mean, Rodgers could have broken ribs and a broken thumb and throw for God knows what against them. Thank you for saying that. Uh, Jacksonville at Detroit. I have Detroit at home in this one. I have even the Jaguars after, coming off a big yeah, win. Yeah, I was about to say, even after a big win, dude, Detroit is on the up right now, and I think they're going to be they electric are. at home. Also, one thing I forgot to mention in that game uh, where Detroit almost beat the Bills, there was a surprisingly large amount of plays where the ball was thrown to Swift, the running back, where he had one shoulder which was, like, taped all the fuck and I think was injured, where he just could not raise his arm. And his arm was essentially like a crab claw with no mobility. And the ball was right there for the catch, but he just could not put his arm up to catch it. And it was very frustrating to see. I was like, why are you throwing it to this guy? Poor poor soul. New York Jets at Minnesota. I have Minnesota Luke. I I think it's Mike White again, by the way. How could it, is, it not be? It is Mike White. Um, I if he beats you well, guys, oy vey. Oy vey if he beats the, you guys. The Jets are not done this year. The Jets are making decisions, and I like that so much, especially when they're the right ones. He wants to make but the fucking playoffs, know. dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, you never Robert know Sala. unless you make the calls. Like, you don't you – don't, if you don't, if you're wishy washy and don't stick in one direction, or even if it's the wrong direction, sometimes a leader just has to do it. It doesn't matter. You, know you don't mean? want an and arrogant, spoiled, entitled no, kid to fucking no. tank your season when you have the the team that could make a playoff run. Correct. So you I, don't want I, to I risk that. Will. I think they will go to the playoffs, and I think Mike White um, could play solid enough to to help make that happen if people are all behind him and everything, but. I think, I think the Vikings are on a hot streak and we're at home. So We've seen this guy be very hot and very cold. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a cold game for him coming off that last hot performance, even though the Vikings secondary, secondary has like nothing going on. You're Never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to amend that. Garrett Wilson will cook most players in the NFL because he's great. Um, he's definitely going to cook whatever fucking third stringers you're running out there. Booth is out for the um, year now. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, gosh. It's tough out there. It's hard out here, man. Um, Washington at New York Giants. I have the Giants. Nice. I have Washington in this one. This is going to be a fun week. I think this Washington team cannot be touched currently. I think that defensive front is absolutely scary with their – all of their defensive linemen are first round picks and chase young has to come one of these weeks. I don't know which week he's coming back, but it could be this week. I think Heineke's going to get a blue pair of Jordans. I think they're going to win. We'll see, man. Tennessee Titans at Philadelphia. Gosh almighty. This is a really cool matchup to me. Who do you have? I have the, I have, um, 
Fuck, I almost said it so confidently. I know, it's hard. Mm, sticking with it. I have the Eagles. I also have the Eagles written down. But at first I wanted to say Tennessee. But no, I think it's going to be the Eagles. It's hard to pick against them, dude. Next we have Denver at Baltimore. Um, I'm not picking Denver again this season. They have not earned that no. right. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. There's going to well, be no Denver... angry tweeting after this victory. If Denver finds a way to beat Lamar at home after, like, what, uh, ooh, I mean, I don't know. Anything's possible, Look, I guess, man, but, uh, yeah. I want that, that second-round pick from the Baltimore Ravens for the Roquan Smith trade to be as high in the draft as possible. So if they could just keep winning, that's fine, or keep losing, that's fine by me. Um, but I do like Lamar Jackson, and I like it when he succeeds. Cleveland at Houston. Ravens. I have the Ravens. I should be oh, clear. Sorry, I had it written down. Okay, this is a very scummy and gross game for many reasons. Cleveland at Houston. I'm just going to say it right now. I take Cleveland. Um, not particularly excited to watch Deshaun Watson back on the football field, especially at his original original drafting team with accusers in the stand. Not exci- I mean, I'm going to tune in probably, but I'm not excited for this um, homecoming of his. So, No, it's really weird. Um there's no, but there's just, I mean, like, I would like to just pick no the chance for the like, Texans. No, no chance. The Texans are so bad. That's exactly what I'm getting at. So I'm going to go with the Browns. I think that Watson is going to have no problem. It's a good game to start out um, if you're talking X's and O's. Gross game. Not excited for yeah, that. Seattle at LA Rams, first in the afternoon time slot. Oh, by the way, another thing to strengthen the Minnesota beating the Jets, it's a noon game for you guys, so Kirk is hey. in noon games. All right, Seattle at LA Rams. I have Seattle in this one. I think the Rams are absolutely destined to keep losing this year, and I have no clue what that team's going to do going forward. They probably have to shut it all down. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I, I think Stafford is probably on the cusp of a retirement. I, th- I Donald is probably going to retire. or What happens – Think about do, do, it. Does McVay their cap does leave, their cap like, hit just drop? Because they voluntarily no retired. Works. No idea how that works. Because I know they've been kicking the can down the road with like shell contracts that have void years. I wonder how that works. If they're going to be in a bad place, if they're super. Obviously, they'll have a lack of talent because their superstars retired. But I wonder if that would. I think it's just dead money. I think it has right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe for just that season and not for the seasons after that because they voluntarily mm. left. And they're not fulfilling the contract. So their cap's fine, but they just owe a lot of money out of their pocket. No, I mean, it, if they say they had a cap hit of like 20, then 25, then 30 for the next couple of years, I think they'd probably mm. owe the 20 that year maybe, and then not owe the mm. rest. Who knows Got though? It. I mean, uh, do you, who do you it's have in this game? Seattle. Yeah, obviously. This is probably the most exciting matchup of the week to me. Well, actually the next two are really cool. Miami at San Francisco, and I was a little wishy-washy on this, but at the end, I came out with a defensive performing team at home. I'm taking San Francisco in this. I have Miami, and here's why. It's not just because – it's not even just because of how hard they're balling this year. It's because of the fact that Mike McDaniel used to call their offense. Um, So he – he has a pretty good fucking idea of what that defense looks like in San Francisco. He was just there last year practicing against them every single day. Um, I well, Teron Armstead just went out the fuck up. 
Okay. Like, I think it's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a fucking, I think they're going to have a, have no problem on offense, but I will say. Let's see I how like, Joey uh, Bosa, let's see, let's see what Nick Bosa does against a backup left tackle. That's true. I really, and I like, I'm very high on the uh, Niners offense. Very high. So. I think that's cool but I have the, that you I have the Dolphins. It's very cool that you have Miami. I'm going to watch a lot of games with a vested interest now. Okay. Another really cool one, Kansas City at Cincinnati. And as much as my heart tells me to to just vote with vote with my heart, go Joey Burrow. I have to take Kansas mm-hmm. City in this. Yeah, me too. I would love I, Hey, I hope he does win. Fuck I'm it. rooting like, for I them. Mean, that'd be a sweet. Like I I would love to see them kind of keep uh going at it and chalking up wins like the afc is alive with young qbs but i, I jamar chase may be back yay everybody loves jamar chase i do too by you the don't way. think he's good i just i think he's fantastic i think he's phenomenal i think he's generational i think he's all world i'm just saying an injured jamar chase who hasn't played in weeks i feel like still is higher in the media's heart than justin jefferson like I, like putting up nine catches for 107 really I, I truly truly believe that i truly huh. believe that uh, like i i'm telling you i'm not i'm, I'm justin not justin jefferson much, the media darling he is but people but people were always like yeah but it's always these yeah buts dude like even with jj like they're he's yeah he's top five like he's top five like and then they'll be like i'd rather have this person i'd rather have chase I'd rather have like I Max Kellerman today was like Chase was they're on the same team in LSU and Chase was better then I'd still rather have Chase and I'm like really like this is big time like airwaves of people saying this stuff I'm gonna like, say something right now very real um, I have said things along those lines and I do think that there is merit to the argument that Jamar Chase is a more talented wide receiver than Justin Jefferson but. And also, we don't know for sure how he would have stacked up this year because of his injury. But last year, I would argue he had just as good of a year as, like, a sure. young rookie player. Um, but, dude, you cannot discredit what Justin Jefferson is doing from a route-running standpoint, from an insane highlight reel Hall of Fame apparel catching standpoint. <clears throat> he is absolutely jaw-dropping of a talent. Um and that has to be stated, and it has to be stated that you may rather have another guy, but one guy's producing at a crazy clip right now. So I'm, you can I'm you can do hypotheticals, but one guy's the real deal right now. Realer than real deal, Holyfield. Thank you for saying that. I'm just telling you, like, there's a lot of takes out there, like, and you know, it, it's also for clicks and everything else. I I wake up and watch first take every day, and like the Vikings are fucking a two loss team, and not in Stephen A's top five. If I'm I had to saying, rank. Like, top receivers um i would have a hard time between tyreek and jj but then right after them i'm probably taking Diggs. and waddle's good too Diggs is like you Dude, said, Diggs is, good is too. so you guys are so fucking spoiled you know that mm-hmm. Diggs straight into jefferson with a fucking sprinkling in of an undrafted local mankato state Thielen. Mm-hmm. you dumb piece of shit i'm so mad mm-hmm. you know how bad the bears are yeah. Do you know what I've I want? Do you know what I subject myself to on a weekly basis? I know. And even when we were bad before that, we had a Hall of Fame running back and fucking Hall of Fame D linemen or future Hall of Famers you're, and like crazy shit happening. You're having home cooked meals every weekend and I'm having banquet TV dinners. And it's, I have yeah. IBS. And it's like, hurting my gastric system. Not even like the good 90s banquet TV dinners. Salisbury steak. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, they're I've great. Being distinctly better. Ugh. 
All right, let's push through this. Las Vegas. I haven't had one in like 10 years. <laughs> LA Chargers at Las Vegas Raiders. Um, not even a question to me. I'm taking the Chargies. I don't even Absolutely care about that win Chargers. last week. Yeah, I think the the Raiders are a very intriguing situation to watch. Um, I'm I'm not gonna like. I, I mean, their wins still kind of feel like fool's gold. I don't know. I I don't know. I used 100%. to be all about them. every time they win is no like more. a fucking miracle. Okay, miracle. Uh, I've been told I say miracle. that. Miracle. You're from I, Illinois. I say it too. I've been told by my girlfriend many a time that I say that word incorrectly because I say miracle. I wonder if it's a Midwest thing. Because I'm I swear I don't know. It's miracle. I know that it's spelled that way, but I've always said miracle, and I've also always said Illinois. Well, yeah, crown instead of crayon. I say crown. Oh, I say crayons. Like stuff. Stuff. I. I, say I don't even say crayon. I say crayon. I say crowns. So I'll be like crayons, or I'll just say crayon. Crowns, <laughs> dude. If yeah. you said that to me, I'd slap your stupid face. I'm pretty sure I say it every time. We must we not have colored to together school. very much. We didn't go to elementary school we, together. We, yeah. we had we had peak shit talking era middle school where we were uh, ingratiating ourselves. Oh yeah, you would have right. broke me of that real quick back in the day. Indianapolis at Dallas. It looks like that's prime time. Is that one being flexed? No, prime time is actually the Chargers. Okay, so that got flexed. Yeah. Okay, well, regardless, that's – I mean, both of those games are potentially going to be blowouts. I have Dallas. What is Indy, Indy against two? Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I have Dallas as well. Yeah. And Welcome then, to fucking Arlington, Mr. Saturday. Have a good Have a good day. The, num- the Monday night game, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Ugh, what a not fun game. Um, I want to hear you say it. Tampa Bay. I also have Tampa Bay, yeah. I don't want to. I know. I don't think that's going to be a very fun watch, if I'm being honest with you. Maybe maybe we'll see Olave just absolutely shred. Maybe I can somehow bump into the head coach for the Saints and, you know, work my way in. I think he will. What's his name? Is it Dennis Allen or something? That sounds right. Jimmy Hazlitt? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I got to look this up now. Do you have any other comments? Close. Yeah, it's Dennis Allen. You got closing comments on week twelve of the NFL season, Luke. We are like three three quarters of the way done. We're getting there. The Bears are already in the number two draft slot, so I'm in mock draftathon season. You are looking at a potential uh, first round buy if you keep playing well. So, any closing thoughts on the week? Jimmy Haslett was the head coach of the Saints from 2000 to 2005. I wasn't just pulling that name out of my hat. Okay, I um, didn't think you. I didn't think you made that name up. I just had to Google it. I was like, where did I? Where do I know that? It's because when you learn all those names from Madden playbooks as a kid. Yes. Um, I'm excited, man. I, I'm not excited for the season to like. I, I want the playoffs. I'm not excited for all this joy to go away though, and the season to be done. But I'm just you know living while we have it. It's the best Vikings season I've had since I was in high school. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, Keenum season aside, like, Mm. because that was another, that was a, oof. Um, but I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm ready. I could, I'm be waking up bright and early. I wish there was a fucking international game so I could wake up even earlier on Sunday. I love that. I think Thursday's a good matchup. I think Thursday's a fun matchup. I'm actually really excited about, about that. That could be really good. Um, Red Patriots, Pat the Patriot. I get oh, it. Playing center on the helmet, baby. Mac is coming off a very good game. 
I get it. You know how badass it is to have him playing center? Everybody would have him play quarterback. No, the Patriots have him playing fucking center. Pat that the is- Patriot... He's he's an American dude. He doesn't care about the credit. He'll he'll fucking one hundred snap the ball, get call. the yards. He is Ugh, not so built like an offensive lineman. No, but he, neither was I. You know, and I was trying. That's that's an American playing some football. Yeah, but you weren't wearing like the Union Jack outfit. No, that's not a padded no. outfit. You're gonna just get crushed. No. That's well, some old and, school and his, shit. And it's also his. It's not era. Like his era had no football to speak of. Correct. That's why it's hilarious. Baseball either. He's a patriot. What the fuck do they even have? Oh, they probably had. Ooh, let me let me think. Maybe rowing was probably done in Europe at the time. I'm trying to think of what would be done in university at the time, but that was more 1800s. University? Yeah, I was gonna say it was a long time ago. 1700s wouldn't have had that. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Let me let me running like recreational running. Like I don't fucking know. Horse riding probably. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Um, Boxing and fucking wrestling around archery. Uh, All right, that's good. Hunting is probably yeah. What sports were played in the 1700s? It's not a sport. We weren't drinking. They weren't drinking bush light. Sports played in the 1700s include billiards and whist. What the fuck is that? Horse racing, boxing. So basically, the equivalent is they're just getting drunk as fuck in taverns (laughs) and playing cards and gambling. And that was that was basically what there was. Some of the early billiards tables had obstacles such as hoops or pegs, while others had pockets. Can you imagine like a a pool table with hoops and pegs? That'd be fun as shit. I can, and you're all hammered off of, like, the most fucked-up hooch imaginable. Dude, yeah. Just some real grog ale. Oh my looks God, like a the groggiest of ale. Looks like some kind of rudimentary badminton and fencing as well. This has been a history lesson from NFL Mayo. I've been Luke. I've been Aiden, the historian. We'll, we'll see you real soon. Talk to you later. Bye. NFL Mayo.